0: Well, it's episode 237. Normal Tech Ain't Normal. It's Monday, December 20th, 2021. Time to laugh, drink, think, and feed the wombat. This is the Paul Truestell Podcast. Due to our extensive holdings, that of our clients and your host, you should assume that we have a position in all companies discussed and that a conflict of interest exists. The information presented is provided for informational purposes. And now, Paul Truesdell. Well, what do you say we get started? It's about that uh, time, and uh, we... Had a little bit of rain yesterday. It should be clear today. It's going to be a little bit cooler. Roscoe, what do you think? Is it uh, time to get started? Yeah. Time to get started. So here's the key thing. The availability of technology is um, pervasive. It's easy. And one of the things I believe absolutely unequivocally, beyond the exclusion of every reasonable doubt, is that technology is causing alienation. There's a lot of stress involved in technology. And a lot of people, well, they view a phone and this smart device that we have now in our hand as normal, and that's not normal. There's a myth of what normal is, and today a lot of people suffer from FOMO. With the holidays coming up, Roscoe, I believe uh, Christmas is coming around the corner, and I believe they scheduled it or the 25th, didn't they? Yeah. Unless they decided to schedule it some other time, I guess. Uh, President Poopy Pants is going to be on uh, the news this week, and he might, well, since the lockdowns and they're doing things, could they be pushing it to another... Um, Day? I don't know. You never know. So the thing with pandemics, things with lockdowns, mental illness, there's a lot of it. People across the world that you would never think have lost it, they've lost it. So, you know, look, my point today is that I'm going to talk a lot more than five minutes. I'm going to give you a little bit of a discussion on what I think about technology. And I hope you'll listen to it because uh, it's something I want you to think about during the holidays because a lot of times during the holidays, people get a little bit lonely. Yes! So if you'd like to listen to the rest of this story, the rest of the podcast, you have to become a friend. And we have, uh, again, friends get a lot more because they have access to all the different things that we have, but not everything. Clients get everything. So if you want to become a friend, you got to just simply send an email to me. Send an email to paul at com. paul at com. So that's all you got to do. Put your full name down, city, state, and simply put down your email and your Cell phone number and uh we will not bomb you we'll get an email out to you telling you what's going on about once every two weeks but that's it that's all you gotta do friends don't pay a darn thing they get a whole lot more roscoe what do you think yeah well, listen, when you see a wombat, you might want to hug the little guy. You know, it's a fuzzy little marsupial, very friendly face, kind of a calm demeanor. But uh, you might want to hug a, this uh, little wombat because, um, well, even though it's cool, kind of like technology, right? You don't want to be fooled by its appearances. Wombats, um, well, they've got these big ass teeth and they are aggressive. And when they threaten, or feel threatened, they're going to chew you alive. Oh, So be careful of the wombat and like... Again, when it comes to technology, it's the same thing. I actually believe there's a little bit of a spiritual awakening taking on taking place right now. I think a lot of people are beginning to realize the negativity, the problems with technology. Listen, I'm using technology really efficiently and effectively right now. I do a podcast every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. It comes available at 5 o'clock in the morning. You can listen to it whenever you want. I tried a couple different formats. I have cut back to one podcast per day rather than doing two. And I enjoy it. And it's a way of getting in front of people that are like-minded. Go, eh, who's this guy? What's he got to say? Sometimes we get an overwhelming, huge response, and I like that. But today, it, I don't know, man. We might have some problems. People might think, uh, I don't know about this. They might be a little bit upset. Ah! because there are a lot of people that are hooked on what I would call petty, petty lusts, petty capitalism, unhealthy addictions, and consumerism. Now, again, during the Christmas holidays, most people have no idea, I believe, what even Christmas means anymore. I mean that sincerely. It's the birth of a fellow by the name of Jesus Christ. And for Christians, this is the Lord and Savior, a fellow who is the son of God. And that's not politically correct because it's a male. It's not a female. It's not one of the 57 Heinz mixtures in between. And we're not really even supposed to say that anymore. We're supposed to, you know, ay, ay, ay. I mean... Everything is politically correct and politically incorrect. And you're going to understand what I'm talking about here in just a few moments. So the birth and the death of the God gave his only son to die to take away the sins of those who believe, right? I mean, Christmas, right? Christmas, right? Kind of a big deal. But again, a lot of people are hooked on the lust of capitalism, unhealthy addictions. And I think it's time to be basically sit back and we got to be a little bit more enlightened. And we have, to, we have to educate not just ourselves, but our children, our grandchildren. A lot of people have run away from children and grandchildren great-grandchildren, they're not actually engaged like they should be. So one of the things that we do know is that there is equality in alienation. And there's a real problem when a person is different, because there's this whole mantra, this is drumming that, this is good, this is bad, this is good, this is bad. And just because a person has some education, a lot of education, and here in our office, boy, we got a lot of educated people. But what I will say is education does not equal experience doesn't equal enlightenment. And this whole thing where science has become the new religion, I don't buy that stuff. You have to always look at things and go deep below the surface. I don't know about you, Roscoe. I'm weary of analysis. Yeah. So here's one of the things that we do in our business practice. Okay. And here at the Paul Truesdell podcast, I want you to think about having your own individual rubric. I mean, you have to create a rubric, which is a U.S. educational term. It's a guide for scoring. Okay. it's a way to communicate expectations about a task, and it's ideal for complex tasks. Those of us who have been in college, you know, we've got a rubric, what we gotta do to get a good grade. In some places, it's just a matter of taking a test, and they score on the curve. Other places, you gotta go through all the hoops, whistles, and bells, and you'll get X for a grade. But the key thing is an individual rubric that you use to go through and make decisions, a decision-making chart, although I don't like the word chart because charts tend to be things that, well, you just gotta go and check the little thing off. Education has really screwed a lot of people because everybody just walks in little lock steps, chop, 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 not thinking for themselves. Had a gentleman one time say to me, "Well, Paul, it's easy for you. You're older than us, and you had an education. It was a real education. We we've been told what to do our whole lives, and when we have some freedom to do things, we don't really know what to do. And I really do feel sorry for people. So it it is what it is, what it is. And and you know, I got to tell you again, all of this nonsense of lockdowns, and and if you have a different view on COVID, or a different view on race, or a different view on capitalism. I mean, quite literally, the fact that I am a modern Minimalist really upsets some people. Oh, you're one of those people that lives in a revidoc. No, no, hardly. What I do believe is you should own everything you use, but use everything you own. And if you aren't using it, get rid of it. This weekend, I got rid of a lot of things that I don't use. They had no value in any way, shape, or form, but out to go to the garbage, to the dump. Done. Now, again, it's kind of funny how over time you begin to accumulate things. They seem to grow like gerbils if you, I don't know. It is what it is, what it is, right? Oh me oh my but understanding one's personal reality how you deal with temporary and ongoing problems is a big deal technology is screwing the pooch there the ordinary and the extreme kind of get flipped back and forth and with technology i think what we've got going on is well just tell me what to do tell me what to do everybody wants to be told what to do and i don't buy that yes well, it's not a good thing. Now, there are a lot of models out there, a lot of theories on addiction. I get that. Theories on uh, addiction and attachment, dependency and codependency. But instead of being dependent or codependent on someone else, so many people have become crazy on, again, technology, social media. Well, I got to walk down the down the street and uh, take a, get a car and, and go around the four or five blocks down to the store. Well, let me get my uh, iPhone out and, and see uh, if there's any extra traffic out there instead of just looking up, oh, traffic clear. Well, I got to see if there's any, what the weather's like. Well, how about you looking up in the sky? People have got their faces buried in their phones and things like Christmas are coming around and I don't know that people are really having a chance to enjoy things. You know, over-dependence, surrendering rather than working through things, having a relationship with this device in your hand and with people that are meaningless seems to be the norm. And when it comes to relationships, when relationships have run their course, dump the person. And same thing applies to social media. A lot of you. Are dumping Facebook. I get on it periodically. I primarily use Facebook to do nothing more than market myself and our companies. But I dump people out of my network all the time. And key is what I just said. You want to dump people out of your, Y-O-U-R, your network, okay? Here's the thing. You control your network. Don't let a network, whatever that is, control you. Okay. So I'm a lifestyle business where business is a lifestyle. And I allow only those people that are productive to me, a valuable asset to me in my network. Again, this whole thing. Okay. We go to a church. It's organized. We sit in the pew. We do whatever. We clap our hands. We sing. We give some money. We talk to people and we go out the door. We may or may not go to a Sunday school class. Somebody may or may not come by and visit us periodically. When it's time to give money. The minister's up, jumping around, hollering, carrying on, in the name of me, myself, and ah, give me money. Brother, Lord Almighty, give me money. But when you're sick and in the hospital, does the minister come by? Sometimes not. A second stringer or third stringer oftentimes comes by. Same thing with anything in sales. Once the honeymoon is over, don't see the people all that much. Same thing in everything. But it's that quiet little church mouse that's always there doing things. That's the person you want to stick with. That's the person you want to stick with. You see, a lot of people have grown up in the world, especially now with technology. We have children have gone through school, their entire school. The minute they got in the door, they had a device in front of them. And so they've got this lockstep mentality. They're an employee. They've never developed that business owner mindset. Whenever there's a conflict, whenever there's something going on in their personal life, what do they do? Tell me what to do. Tell me what to do. Oh. Nobody sits down and has critical thinking skills. No, nah, that's not true. Not nobody. There's a lot of people. But I think there's an awakening going on out there that people are beginning to say, yeah, I don't want to be told what what to do. If you want to see what it's like to be told what to do, look at these 55 plus communities. These people have to, they have rules. Uh, if you want to enjoy some really great laughs, look at the village news. Village news, they have all the time where, you know, you got to have your grass cut a certain height. You can't have, you know, certain plants. You have to have so much grass. It's got to be watered. You can't put rocks down. You can't paint. Everything has got to be controlled. Why? Because some people don't know how to behave. They do the obnoxious. So they have these rules and well, when, what's tolerable, what's intolerable. So everybody, if it's not written down, what will we do if it's not written down? I don't know what to do. Gotta to go to the book. If it's not in the book, we gotta to talk to the man. Who's the man? Because you can't do any critical thinking anymore. I've got to control things. I gotta control this issue. I could control by surrendering. You see, people are always looking for support. Roscoe, what do you think? That people like to have friends rather than enemies. Yeah. And as a result, you gotta get online. You go to Facebook. And, and ooh, I gotta like. I gotta like. Ooh, I gotta like. Like is not a vote when it comes to politics. I had a good friend of mine that said a lot of these politics politicians get on social media and they put so much time and effort into it, it doesn't make any difference. The key is a like is not a vote. Same thing, a friend on Facebook is not a friend. Most of it's just FOMO, fear of missing out. So we've we've developed a culture of addiction. I really do believe this. I see this all the time. I've had people who have worked for me over the years. They've just got their face in their phone all the time. Oh, they'll say things like... uh, Oh, I don't get on the phone. Oh, I don't get on the phone. Yet they've got a whole different persona out there. They're addicted. In front of me, they know how I feel. No. Oh, no, no. I I don't do that. But they are. They're completely addicted. Their kids are addicted. Everybody around them addicted. And this is not a marginal issue. I don't want to be a Debbie Downer, you know. Many years ago, I was in a McDonald's in, uh, I believe it was Dade City or or Bushnell. I was driving back to Ocala. And I I was literally hungry. And I was, well. I'll just get a burger and I'll get a cup of coffee. I've got to get a bite to eat. I literally had forgotten to eat all day long, which is unfortunately not unusual with me. And I sat there and I watched a woman with these three little kids and each one had a different type of a device. And she was on her phone, never had any engagement with the kids. I stayed way longer than I ever wanted to do. And I just observed. I felt like I was at the zoo observing the monkeys. Very pretty white woman, three beautiful looking kids, but all of them had their faces in phones. And she was just going on and on having one of those Conversations that you could hear everything, that was, nothing was left to the imagination. So I just sat there and said, Wow, this is parenting today. And I started again thinking different people I've met in business. So I've, I've been wondering, I've started wondering recently, are we in? I don't think we've begun. I think we literally are in a hyper state where we're solution dependent. Critical thinking and connecting the dots, which I used to have a podcast called Connecting the Dots, it's out the door for a lot of these people. People that do have the ability, if you do the same thing over and over, over it becomes a habit. So everything you need, go to the phone. Go to the phone. If it, and then since Google and Facebook and there's a cabal with what they call journalism. It's all propaganda. It's all indoctrination. It's just it's that drumbeat over and over and over. I mean, like Roscoe. Roscoe, do you think there's a problem with people like even using the same words of limited vocabulary? Yeah. One of these days, Roscoe and I are gonna to have to have a conversation about that. You can laugh, okay? No, you can laugh. That was actually funny. Oh me, oh my. Same thing. There. So the key thing is, I think we need a spiritual awakening. Christmas is coming right around the corner. Our song for today will be by a fellow Bob Hart. It's called Oh Christmas Tree. We're going to do that at the very end. But I'm here to tell you that in a very real sense, there's nothing new. We've been going through this same dynamic for many, many, many decades, many hundreds of years, many thousands of years. It's not a new dynamic. What is new is that technology has sent consumerism and materialism into basically a hyper mode. People have been buying things and doing things they shouldn't do forever. People have been dependent upon others. Tell me what to do. Tell me what to do. Dysfunctional lives have existed forever, but the impact on children now is so profound. It is unbelievable. I don't have any minor children. They're all grown up. I probably, pretty high probability, never going to have another child if something really bad happens. That ain't going to happen. But this is not by accident. It's not accidental. This is by design. We have a system of robot workers. We have a system of robot consumers. And Snowden was right. Some of the b- biggest conspiracies in the world are right out there in broad daylight. Whoever would have thought that a nasty flu, things that we have experienced in the past, would cause so many people to freak out and go into lockdown mode. And it's going to be even worse coming up. No doubt about it. They're out there screaming and hollering. Lock it down, lock it down, lock it down. And they've gotta find scapegoats. Why? Because we're at fault. The most important component of wealth is mindset. Do you look at the glasses half full or half empty? I look at it half full. I believe in modern minimalism. I do. I believe that it's important to have the personality of a druid. I mean, if I go to bed, well, I had a good day. If I wake up, I had a good night, because the alternative is what's well, terrible. So that's a stoic I have a stoic attitude along with being a druid that everything is natural. Follow the natural order and flow of things. Don't be abnormal. So it's normal to want to be healthy. It's abnormal to expect a magic pill, a secret trick, pixie dust, or a shot in the butt, in the rump, or in the head to fix everything overnight. The second most important component of investing or wealth, if you want, is physical. And I've said this forever. You're, you're going to hear from me until I stop talking. It involves every day, every single day, strength, endurance, and flexibility training with natural nutrition and hydration. Everything in moderation. Unfortunately. Fortunately, the good Lord has a sense of humor. Yeah, And sometimes people get stuck with a man, they get a lousy deal. Some people, for example, when it comes to brains, they thought they said trains and they asked for a very small one. It's not anybody's fault. It is what it is. Okay. And because of that, what are we going to do? Oh, we got to slow down and go only as fast as the slowest ship. Can't do that. We can't do that. Because if you do that, the world's not going to progress. And if people come up with ideas, just because they've got a PhD, an MD, a JD, or an XYZ, QRST, XYZ, they're a member of whatever society, LBGT, QRST, I don't care. Just because they came up with an idea doesn't mean they're right. You have the right to make your own decisions. You have the right to be left alone. You have the right to think. Critical thinking is not not illegal, no matter what it is. You don't have to agree with a single thing that I said, although, oh, you might hurt my feelings a little bit. But technology is deliberately designed to appeal to those areas of your brain that control things like dopamine. These are the things that cause people to have addictions. You have endorphins. This is a very deliberate attempt to make children into addicts. What kind of addicts? Tell me what to do, daddy. Oh, tell me what to do. I don't know what to do. Oh. And you've got to get kids to start learning on their own. Problem, solution. Problem, solution. If you're attacked, you have to respond appropriately. But you don't Need to go out looking for trouble. But everybody is hooked, hooked on the fear of missing out, hooked on the like, hooked on being involved through an electronic device rather than sitting down and having a cup of coffee. That's what's nice about Starbucks when it came out. It kind of regenerated the old coffee house. McDonald's. How many McDonald's do you go in the morning, you see a bunch of old guys sitting around talking about things, right? So people have been hooked for years on belonging. They want to belong to something, they want to have a meaningful relationship in life. That's why at Fixed Cost Financial, our registered investment advisor firm that I I founded years ago, we want you to become a friend. There's no cost to become a friend. And with that, we begin to have engagement. Yes, it's online. Absolutely. Because I can't be everywhere. But we provide information and knowledge and information like this on a real regular basis because we're building habits because we're individuals. Collectively, we have some things in common, but we're being individuals. And if with clients, I dump so much more information on them. If you're one of them, great, because humans crave interaction. They want to be heard. And so we've created these systems that you can be heard. Healthy attachments, healthy relationships, unhealthy relationships are Facebook, where people have these unbelievably crazy attachment needs. Now, I believe that I was very fortunate in life to have parents that gave me a piggy bank very early. I got paid to do chores and literally was allowed to work when I turned 10. I wasn't allowed, I was expected to work. And my parents were well off financially, but they did not throw things out. Well, you had a, in our family, you had to work for it. And if you didn't work for it, you weren't going to and get it. And if I was good in school and if I worked my butt off my businesses, I had a lot better birthday presents and a lot better Christmas presents. But I think early, early on in life, this lack of att- attachment and attention by parents and, and again healthy relationships leads to unhealthy attachments. And I've seen it many, many times. Facebook will not meet your attachment needs because with Facebook is oh you, know, you got to keep proving yourself, You got to keep proving. I got, oh, I got likes, I got likes. Oh, how many friends do I have? So the key thing is it's the myth of normal. There is. No normal, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. What there is, is a lot of abnormal out there. So it's like retirement. Retirement sucks. It's just you're changing what you're doing in life. Far too many people, especially boomers, my generation, they've done that. They've completely checked out and they're sitting back doing literally nothing. What is financial success? I got news for you. If you're a billionaire by the age of 30 and you die at 35, I don't think you're very successful. Because if you die from some disease or overdose, like the founder of Zappos, Went nuts. Died with about half a billion dollars. I did a video on this just recently. I did a video on estate planning. Talked about D1, D2, and D3 documents. Not going to talk about them in you right now, but talked about it. But he died. He was drugged out of his mind. He caused a fire, burned himself up. No will, no trust, no estate planning documents. Feeding frenzy for lawyers, a nightmare for family and everybody else. Yeah, the myth of financial planning. If you can't do your own, you're stupid. Financial planning is a tool, it's not a service. You want advice. Yes, but you don't need someone to push the numbers on the computer. Just like retirement sounds good, but it's terrible. So what have we got going on, Roscoe? Well, we got a lot of things that, well, aren't so cool. And those things like, well, what? A capitalist society. This is abnormal. It's not normal in the history of the world to be spending all this money. It's not normal to live in a 55 plus community because, well, everybody has to be told what to do. I get it. You're tired. You want to be long. It is what it is. But there's more things in life than capitalism. There's more things in giving toys and gifts to people it's about experiencing what's really going on what really is going on What christmas christmas there's a lot of things out there that look like wombats oh they're fuzzy little guys but if you go and grab them and upset them they're gonna bite you be careful what you wish for in technology because it's gonna bite you right in the rump This is called Oh Christmas Tree by Bob Hart. I can't stand stores that begin decorating for Christmas a couple days after the 4th of July. I swear to God, I think some of these stores do that. Same thing with Halloween. They put Halloween stuff up and then they're putting up Christmas things. There are two holidays I enjoy, and that is Thanksgiving and the 4th of July. And no, Druids are not Pagans, but I do like the winter and summer solstice, so guess what? Any day now, any day now, the shortest day of the year. And then it's going to get longer every day, isn't that cool? come June we got the long day and then it starts getting shorter again why things just continue to repeat and repeat and repeat and repeat but then you got some people who think that well they're narcissistic to the point they think they can control everything they can control sunspots they can control earthquakes They can control hurricanes they can control the weather if they did that maybe they could bring back the woolly mammoth that was a cool thing week of Christmas, ladies and gentlemen. Merry Christmas. Like I said, Merry Christmas. The Wrap Up. This has been the Paul Truesdell Podcast. The Paul Truesdell Podcast is sponsored by nobody. Why? Because paid advertising chokes and corrupts free speech. Yeah! Bandwidth production, and hosting for the Paul Truesdell Podcast provided by Fixed Cost Financial. The home of fixed cost investing. A true fiduciary-based registered investment advisor and manager. Visit FixedCostFinancial.com. That's FixedCostFinancial.com.